The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? And welcome to episode 90 of the Great British Chief Show with your boys from the kingdom, representing the kingdom, myself, Brad Simcox, and our headlines editor, Tom Childs. This week, because the Chiefs are on bye week, Tom and I have been kicking back and watching how the rest of the NFL fared. We'll be reviewing the strange things going on in week 10. Plus, we'll be providing a preview of the Super Bowl 57 rematch between the Chiefs and the Eagles in week 11. But first... Flag, what a comeback by the Cleveland Browns. Fairbairn is out, the regular kicker, so they sign Matt Amendola, who is going to try a 38-yard field goal to take a lead with five seconds to go. squad for the lead and it is good it is good Amendola from 38 yards and the final is in and the Texans have won it with a backup kicker second consecutive win and the rookie quarterback has done it again One-yard try for the win. Lutz. He missed it. But the flag is down. <laughs> 12 men on defense. Five-yard penalty. Wow. Go fourth down. And this will move the ball inside the 20, and it becomes a 36-yard Game-winning field goal attempt by Will Lux. There's nothing guaranteed. Good snap, good hold. K 
kick. Perfect. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo. And they're going to leave with a win. 24-22. Well, 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 the Ravens, the Bills, the Bengals all trip up week 10 um, whilst the Chiefs are sinking beers and attending pop concerts. Um, We have to treat this as a Chiefs bye week, don't we, mate? Was it a Chiefs bye week? Chiefs bye week win. It's got to be a win. Exactly, yeah. The Chiefs don't have a bye week this year. They (laughs) they just have the extra W from this this, this week. It was mad, wasn't it, how this weekend just kind of played out. I expect teams to drop a game I expected one of like perhaps like the Bengals Bills Ravens to drop a game even the Chargers I didn't expect all of them to drop a game like it was, just, it was just like domino after domino it was perfect Mahomes is Saturday in Lawrence trolling KU fans with his beloved uh Texas Tech you've got Travis Kelsey becoming like the darling of the Swifty Nation down in Argentina. And then you've got the Ravens losing. You've got the Bengals losing in heartbreaking fashion. You've you've got the Chargers losing in heartbreaking fashion. You've got the Bills losing in the most heartbreaking fashion of them all. It's not like these teams like lost. They lost close games, like all of them. Yeah. Like I think in fact, didn't all four teams lose thanks to a last a walk-off kick? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah. Like they they lost in the most heartbreaking fashion, and the Chiefs <laughs> kind of just gained from it. Even the Dolphins are happy with how this last weekend played out. It, it was it was beautiful. It, and there's Mahomes. There's Mahomes sinking Coors Lights. Yeah. All of the beers are available, by the way. He, he uh, sinking Coors Lights while he's watching the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. The Coors Light thing, by the way, needs to change. Like, <laughs> come on, does it? Like, it's shit, isn't it? Like, uh, it's horrible beer, isn't it? Americans and their light beer. I just don't get it. I, I don't get the light beer. I mean, does it sound, does it make them feel better than drinking a light beer? I don't know. Maybe it's because so many Americans drink and drive, they just think, oh, let's, let's have light beer and we can do It's it. a light, man. It's a light. <laughs> yeah. I've only had 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does need to change. I don't know. Get him over and give him a pint of Carlin. No, I'm joking, not a pint of Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid. I kid. <laughs> Carlin's horrible as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of our British listeners are thinking, what? Everybody Carlin? Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Candom Hells. That's that's my lager to go ah, to. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. That's nice. They serve it at Arsenal. Um, yeah, they, they serve it at Arsenal for 6.25 a pint. And yeah, I, I do I do enjoy a pint of that. That's but we've made it in like four minutes into the show and you've got Arsenal shoehorned in already again. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, it. Matt, I'm sure you're on a dare. It, yeah, well, it was the bye week, you know. I'm actually trying to get onto an Arsenal podcast. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I want to bin this off, and I want to go talk Arsenal every Tuesday and Wednesday from now. You want to go professional, don't you? Is that what you do? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I tell you what, though, with, with this bye week, it did feel dirty having to cheer on Deshaun Watson. Like, yeah, I didn't like doing it. Um, no. I don't like cheering on the Browns. It's a shame because they've got one Fornhill who's a player that we obviously really quite like. And um, I know you're still a fan of Kareem Hunt he, he, and he's yeah. there. But um, they did it a massive favour because of all the teams we wanted to lose this week, actually, no, it wasn't the Ravens. I really wanted the Bengals to lose because of Carson. Yeah. 
But no, but the Ravens losing probably done us the biggest favour because they were starting to get that 2019, 2020 vibe about themselves when they were like smashing the regular season. Do you remember the year that Lamar Jackson won the MVP? Yeah. Kind of dealt with the offseason with no issues whatsoever. And that's how Sunday's game started. They were off to an absolute fly. I think the interception pick six in the very first play of the game. Yeah, and 14 it, points up, oh, weren't it? Something? Yeah, exactly. And when Odell Beckham scored that touchdown and he'd done that ridiculous celebration, yeah. you think, well, oh, this is game over. But somehow the Browns found an offense, which they've yeah. not had this entire season. And if the Browns find an offense, by the way, they're a scary team because mm. they are outside Sunday pretty pretty good defensively. So yeah, that's one to watch as a storyline going into the second half of the season. But the bigger point here, the greater point is that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens losing this game is a big deal. It's a big help to the Chiefs. Massive help. I mean, the way the the, the, the Bills game ended, I mean, it, it couldn't have been more poetic, I think. I mean, what was it? It was like 13 seconds left for a, ready for a field goal or something. And then they had 12 players on the field, which obviously brought the uh, the Broncos further forward. Just crazy how it all how it all happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're like I don't know how you get that penalty. I don't know how you get that penalty. Like Dave Tube has twelve his, players. Dave Tube has his moments, right? But I don't even think he would do that. Like I just can't imagine in yeah. that situation. Like, do you think the Bills peaked at thirteen seconds left in the divisional game two years ago? Yeah, probably. Yeah, was that their peak? Yeah, like, that, that their window. It's the same with like the Chargers as well and the Jags. Their windows are like closing, like really, really fast. Like, I, sorry. I always think they have a window because they've got a quarterback, mm. but there was a period there where they could have really like gone on. Like I have no doubt if the Bills beat us a couple of years ago, they would have gone on to beat the Bengals and then they probably would have won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. But because they didn't do it then, everything's starting to fall apart now. And like it goes to show like how we shouldn't take this like sustained period of success with Kansas City yeah. for granted because what Mahomes has been the start about like five years now. And it's AFC Championship game, AFC Championship game, AFC Championship game. Yeah. As a minimum, like that's hard to do. And I think when you see like teams like the Bills fall away, Chargers fall away, and like potentially the Ravens now, the Bengals who have had their small window, like they're, they're not going to, they might not be up there, they might not even make the playoffs. You really just have to go to appreciate what we've actually had in Kansas City for the next five years, and what yeah. we probably will get for the next five as well. It's, it, it, yeah, it makes, you, it makes you have a bit of perspective, shall we say, when you see teams like this doing do Exactly, well. yeah. The, the Broncos' defeat doesn't seem all that bad, actually, doesn't it? From, uh, was it week, <laughs> yeah. week eight, I think it was. Um, but um, there, there was a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, though, wasn't it, from the Bills? Because I was surprised at this. Um, they got rid of the offensive coordinator, didn't they? Yeah, Ken, Ken Dorsey's uh, gone. gone. So... I thought that was a that was a big mistake at this point. At this point in the season, mm. that's a massive knee jerk reaction for me. Well, at least they're making moves. Like if you're the Jets, for example, who refuse to replace their quarterback, um, <laughs> like, the Jets the Jets are still kind of in the hunt. But their big problem is that they haven't replaced the quarterback. And yeah. The Bills felt like there was a change to be made. Was the was Ken Dorsey the right change? I'm not too sure. But what did make me laugh was that you had. Uh, Stefan Diggs' brother coming out on Twitter last night. Stefan <laughs> yeah. uh, Diggs, a guy who plays with uh, the, uh, the Cowboys, coming out and saying, uh, Josh Allen wasn't very good until Stefan got there. So, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting to see that they're throwing that kind of shade because that means, do you reckon Stefan has had a conversation with his brother or not? Like, surely not. 
Surely he's not going back bad mouthing Josh Allen. We, we've seen this before with like um, Odell Beckham's dad, wasn't it? Getting involved with Baker Mayfield and stuff like that. So yeah. clearly something's been said in the family. I think obviously family believe that they keep family things, you know, anything that's said within the family stays within the family. But mm. I don't know, maybe something has, has been triggered by this. Maybe he's realised his brother's just a little bit miffed with what's going on at the minute. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's just kind of spilled out a little bit more. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I still think Josh Allen's really good, by the way. Do you know? I, I saw a stat on him. It might have been uh, Nick Wright. Might have been Nick Wright talking about this, but he showed a line graph of uh, his performances, and it is a roller coaster. It's up. It's yeah. down. It's up. It's down. It's up. It's it's QBR rating. It's up and down right the way through his career. There's no like real kind of high point all the time. It's no. it's so strange. It's so, and you've got to you've got to take that sometimes and think. Well, he has a hell of a team. Josh Allen is on is on a hell of a team. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a good player, and he's he's strong at it. He's he's quick with his legs as well. Um, but I don't know. Something just doesn't seem to click at the right moments, does it? No, but then that we're talking about that twenty twenty one divisional playoff game round. Mm. Like, he was phenomenal. He just got Mahomes. Like yeah. People were talking at the start of last season, like how oh, he's eclipsed Mahomes as the best quarterback. I think he, I think you absolutely can win with Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I just feel like he's a quarterback that almost everything needs to be perfect for him to do so, and he needs to hit a hot streak. He's not like he's not going to be like having a bad half and then manage to pull himself out of it and then go on like a tear up. Like say, say like my, what Mahomes did in the AFC Championship game back in 2018 against the Patriots, awful in the first half, but then in the second half was just like lights out. Like yeah, best quarterback, some of the best quarterback player of all time. I don't think you're ever going to get that out of Josh Allen. I feel like if he goes into a game hot, carries it on for the first few plays, you'll have a hot game throughout. Yeah, but he's never going to pick the team up when they're playing badly or when he's playing badly. And I think that's probably his downfall. Almost seems like a perfect scenario where they get the number one seed. They only have to play two playoff games to get to the Super Bowl, and then of course they have to avoid the Kansas City Chiefs because obviously we're their kryptonite as well. I, yeah. I I I don't think the Bills' window is closing just yet, but they need to be aware that these other teams, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Texans, all of a sudden are in the mix. They, these teams are going to be obstacles that they have to get over. And maybe they think the best place to start with is getting rid of Ken Dorsey. We'll yeah. soon find out anyway. Yeah, we'll soon find out. I mean, you're right. Allen could be a Goldilocks quarterback that just needs everything to go right. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. But um, like I said, we'll see what happens after the Ken Dorsey firing, I suppose, and uh, we'll move on from that. But um, I just want to touch on the Bengals before we move on. Uh, the Bengals um, floundering, basically, at the bottom of the division, uh, looking like they're probably not going to be in the in the playoffs. That's a statement. I mean, come on. Look who's look who's sitting at top of that division right now. I still think they'll make it. You think they'll make it? Yeah. It's a tough climb. It's a tough climb. Really is. A tough game is, is, is Ravens-Bengals this Thursday night. Yeah. It's great for us. Like, who do you want to win that game right now? If, I probably have to say the Bengals. I want to win that game purely for helping. I think as a Chiefs fan, you have to be, yeah. I think yeah, it, 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 it sounds icky that you have to yeah. cheer on the Bengals. Tie. We have a tie. Let's have a good old like wet pitch day five, rained off. Let's have a let's have a, a test match tie, shall we? A draw. Yeah. Or let's or arrange some way of them both to lose. I don't know how that's gonna work, but just make it happen, I suppose. Um but yeah, I suppose as a Chiefs fan you have to you have to cheer on the Bengals for this one. I mean, I say cheer them on in a loose sense. 
I don't mean cheer them on literally. I mean, you know, have a bit of an interest in it. But um, the way they're playing at the minute, I mean, it, 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 the, the, they seem finally balanced. I mean, Joe Burrow seems to be picking up pretty well uh, after his really poor start to the season. But he's had this little blip here. Maybe it might fire them, put that fire in the belly a little bit more, maybe for this Ravens game. Um, well, I'm just looking at the Bengals' remaining schedule now. So they play um, at the Ravens. Versus the Steelers at the Jags versus the Colts versus the Vikings at the Steelers at the Chiefs and then versus the Browns. So that's pretty tough. They've still got four divisional games left, and who knows who knows who's going to win those AFC North clashes? Yeah, they obviously got that us the Vikings. No one really knows what's going to happen with the Vikings. I think they are probably the most interesting team to watch in the second half of the season. Josh Jobs, yeah. Um, but yeah, perhaps like what are you going to need to make the playoffs this year? What probably ten or eleven wins to make the playoffs this year? Mm. Um, yeah, there or thereabouts. I can't imagine the team's going to get on with nine. How many? What the Bengals currently sit? What four and five or five and five? Five and five, I think it is. Five and five. So, yeah. can I see five wins there? Yeah, yeah. If if, if the chips were right, I, I can see that they can get five wins. Like certainly, probably. I reckon they're going to split at least split against the uh, the Steelers. Yeah, the Colts. They could beat the Chiefs. They are simply one of those teams that can beat the mm. Chiefs. Well, they were built to beat the Chiefs, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe they'll make the playoffs. But um, if they do make the playoffs, it's, it's a team I kind of want to avoid. And like, it's odd we're talking about teams we want to avoid because every single AFC team has something that we want to avoid. Yeah. Because like, you see things that could beat us. But I always have to remember, and we made this point last year going into the second half of the season, was that as much as we want to avoid certain teams, they want to avoid us a hell of a lot more, a hell of a lot more than they, we want to avoid them. So yeah, they're, they're far more scared of us than we are of them. Is that is what I was kind of trying to say there. So yeah, uh, yeah. I just think it's funny, man. Like I just, <laughs> this whole weekend was just perfect. It really was. Man City drew with Chelsea. Tottenham lost to a, a last minute won the goal from Wolves, you know. Newcastle lost. Newcastle lost as well. Yeah, so, yeah. It's all, it's all going well. Sport was one. What a weekend of sport! Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> all right, I think we'll take a quick break. Actually, um, when we come back, we'll be doing the. It's the return of the Hourhead Pride Power Rankings, and we'll also be previewing the Chiefs versus the Eagles. <laughs> Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi there. Welcome back to the Great British Chief Show with Brad and Tom. It's the return of the Hourhead Pride Power Rankings after we uh, we kind of like, dumped them off a bit last week, didn't we, mate? I think we couldn't handle with all our voices breaking. Mind you, I still haven't recovered, by the way. Can I just say that? No, you've got my COVID. That I, yeah. I reckon I definitely had COVID at 100%. Well, I've tested myself and like I said, I was convinced I had it. I was yeah. convinced. I thought, I've got this Tom COVID, COVID or whatever they call it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, COVID, uh, child's COVID, COVID. Um, and it was negative. So I was like, well, I just have to man up now, don't I? I just have to, you know, take it on the chin and, yeah. And well, deal with it like I, Tom Childs. Yeah. <laughs> I had three and a half three and a half weeks of illness in the end, so it wasn't fun. Um, I've, three I've and a half like, weeks. You mean I've got two more weeks of this? Yeah, you have. Yeah, enjoy. Oh, thanks, Tom. Is my gift to you, Chovid, buddy, buddy, old pal. <laughs> um, anyway, power rankings. Power rankings. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Like last week's show, we just wanted to get over and done with, didn't we? Like, oh, uh, man, I was dying. I, I, I've never enjoyed podcasting less in my entire life as last week. I was dying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyways, uh, Power Rankings this week. So in fifth, one. Um, in fifth, by the way, I've just realized Americans won't get that reference. They might. Ah, they might. I don't know. What? You reckon they've watched Bully? Yeah. Bullseye? Of course they have. No. Must have. It must be an American version of it, surely. <laughs> Not a chance is there an American version of Bullseye. I'd love to know if there was, though. It, it, was, darts? it would be Jim, Jim Bourne. I don't know, actually. I don't darts know. Darts America? Probably not. I don't know. Or is like darts a thing that you only get in like Irish bars over there and stuff like that? I can't recall ever seeing a darts board in America. I, I don't remember ever recall a darts player being American. It's a shame you thought I'd like the whole throwing sharp objects at things. <laughs> All right, top five. A fifth, the Baltimore Ravens hanging on to a top five spot uh-huh. um, after they lost the Cleveland Browns. In fourth, the Detroit Lions. They're hanging around a bit, aren't they? They're, they're fun to watch, you know. Yeah. Like, Dan Campbell has a big pair of... These nuts... <laughs> To be in field goal range or almost be in field goal range or there or thereabouts and to go through it fourth and two and pass the ball to put yourself into field goal range proper to kick the winning like he's just I like him. Like he is a type of coach that when the Chiefs eventually say goodbye to Andy Reid, he's the kind of guy I'd love to coach the Chiefs. Like, yeah, really? Yeah. You know, I think he's a bit more like Brandon Staley, he just goes for everything. No, but I think he has more respect than Brandon Staley. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, 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 I would, I would, I would love to play for Dan Campbell. I, I think he's great. I, like, I'm fully rooting for the Ryan, uh, Ryan's. I'm fully rooting for the Lions. The Ryan's. <laughs> yeah. I'm fully rooting <laughs> for the Detroit. <laughs> this podcast is going down here. I still can't believe people listen. Are you to drunk? Me. Of course, I was going to say. I'm fully rooting for the Detroit Lions in January. Um, in third, 
San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they're back. They're back in the top five after a bit of a hiatus out of it uh, in third. Um, they looked very good against the Jags. They looked a bit like them old self, their old yeah, they, selves. They had a couple of back-to-back games where they lost, yeah. the, the, didn't they? A bit of a blip there, but yeah, they yeah. seem to be back on track. They seem good. Um, in second, the Kansas City Chiefs Woo! Um, went up without playing a game. And in first still, this week's opponents, the Philadelphia Eagles, to no surprise. Ooh. Well, that leads us nicely into the preview then, doesn't it? It does. Yes, we all know about the Eagles. Um, we played them in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Seven, which was I thought it was a pretty good game, don't you think? <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I certainly enjoyed it. There's bits of it I enjoyed less, but that bit, like the, most of it, I enjoyed. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, second half was really good. So, um, yeah, more of the same. I mean, if we, if we, if the Chiefs win a game like that in Week Eleven, I'd be quite happy. I think it'd be a hell of a game. But both teams, one seed. Both coming out of a bye week, both playing in prime time. I mean, this is set up to want to be the be the biggest game of the season. We said that it was going to be the Dolphins versus Chiefs in Frankfurt, but this is mm. clearly going to be the biggest game this season so far. Yeah, it's nice that they're playing it on uh, the same grass this time as well, isn't it? After <laughs> <laughs> after the Super Bowl, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's really nice for the Chiefs to do that for the Eagles. Um, I don't know how to feel about this game, like. I feel like it's a game that doesn't really matter. I don't feel like it's going to have any bearings on how the rest of the season goes. It's a bit like when the Chiefs played the Bucks in the 2021 season and yeah. uh, we destroyed them in Tampa Bay and then obviously they faced each other in the Super Bowl and roles were reversed. I don't feel like this game's going to have any bearings on how the Super Bowl will play out if these two teams match again. Just like I don't feel like the Super Bowl back in February has any bearings on how this particular game is going to play out on Monday. It's kind of a free hit. It's a game you can afford to lose if you're either side, to be honest. Like, I still think both teams have got the inside track to the number one seed. Yes, both teams will want to win. The Chiefs won't want to lose at home in prime time. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles will want revenge or a form of revenge for the Super Bowl. But at the same time, if but I've, both teams perform and one of them happens to lose, I don't feel like they're going to come off the pitch or the field thinking, ah, oh, crap, we, we really should have had that game. Like, we're really disappointed. This is going to like completely derail our season. I just don't feel like this game's particularly important in the grand schemes of things when it comes to playoff seasons. Unlike the Dolphins game two weeks ago, that for me was far more important. Like you say, it was the biggest game of the season. This one come upcoming. I don't think it is. I do really? still think that I still think the Chiefs Dolphins game was a much bigger game in terms of what it means for the Chiefs season. This game is just a nice spectacle. It feels like a week one Thursday night game. Do you know what I mean? It feels yeah. like that type of match. Yeah, we can win. Great. We lose. I don't really care as long as we put up a decent fight and we show see some improvement on the offense. I think this probably would have been a bigger game if we lost against the Dolphins. I think there's probably going to be more emphasis on this if we did. Yeah, but Agreed. I think you're right. I think it's 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 very much uh, almost like a an exhibition of or a litmus test, basically, of how this Chiefs team can fare up against probably one of the best teams in the league so far against the Eagles. Yeah. Um, we all saw what the Eagles all like did to the to the Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl. I'm expecting yeah. very much of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the way with with the Chiefs' um, defensive line, and um, I think 
this is pretty much going to be the same same kind of uh, deal in this game as well. But the good thing about the the Eagles' offense is they're quite balanced. They're very yeah. balanced. I mean, I'm saying quite balanced. They are very balanced, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Because they've got a good rushing game. They've got a great air raid attack as well. Um, they've got stars all over the field. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a real good test for the Chiefs' defense. Who, yeah, I mean, a lot of us are all saying now that they're, they're you know they're probably one of the best defenses we've ever seen the Chiefs have. This is definitely going to be, like I said, the litmus test for this, isn't it? Yeah, yes and no, but we've also had test after test after test this season in that in that regards. Like we faced Justin Jefferson, guess what? We done we completely like took him out of the game. We faced the Dolphins, guess what? We took their offense out of the game. Like Good how point. many how how many tests do the Chiefs defense actually need to face before you can just stand up and say, Yeah, they are actually really good. Like Trent McDuffie was in an interview with Adam Schefter earlier uh, earlier today and he, he said about uh, how great it was to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl but at the same time don't forget that we actually conceded 35 points to the Eagles so the Eagles yeah. actually had their way with the Chiefs defense in the Super Bowl yes the actual deciding moment of the Super Bowl probably was Nick Bolton's return or fumble for, uh, for a touchdown but mostly the Eagles offense pretty much did what they wanted and they say it will it, you're right it will be a big test for this team and they are coming against a receiver who's playing just as well as Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown I think the big thing for this Chiefs defense though and probably the big thing for the game overall is how they handle Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is playing such good football and like for me probably the uh the underlying storyline of this particular game is who's going to win the MVP because if the because currently as it stands, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are the two favourites for the uh, for the league MVP. I think whoever wins this game on Monday and whoever goes on to and if providing both teams go on to be the number one seed in, in their respective conferences, I think the winner of this particular match this particular match will end up deciding the MVP. And I think that's probably the most tangible thing you can get from this particular game because it doesn't. Yes, that's going to lead to hardware. But the result and the way teams play, that's going to have no bearing whatsoever on whether they meet in if they meet again in the Super Bowl. So, of all the storylines of this game, yes, we want to see the Chiefs' defense is real. I don't feel like they need to prove that anymore. But the big one for me is Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. Who's going to come out on top of that and then bag themselves an MVP award at the end of the year? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just looking at some of the stats here from the uh, from the Eagles, and it's it's quite telling actually. It paints a nice little picture because. Um, the fifth in sacks this, this year, um, which is pretty darn good. The uh, rushing yards against per game, they are the best team against the run. Um, so, okay. I mean, that's you know that's obviously telling itself. Where they do let themselves down a little bit is obviously the uh, the passing yards, passing yards against per game. They're twenty eighth mm-hmm. in that. Um, okay. So, it's clear that air raid style offense is probably the way to go in this. Um, yeah, they've lost. And, they've lost some players as well over the offseason. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Johnson obviously was the, that was the big one in the cornerback room. So yeah, if the the Chiefs are going to have a get right game after two weeks of having these, all these questions about the offense, what's the passing attack going to look like? Who are the receivers? If you have a get right game. How about having a get right game against the the other number one seed? So it will be interesting. What you say, twenty eighth in passing attack. Twenty eighth in the in, defense, yeah. sorry, passing attack defense. Yeah. Yards against, yeah. You go, guys. It's kind of on a plate, and we all know what Andy Reid's like off a buy as well. So, yeah. 
don't be surprised if this if this first 15 script that like the one we saw in Miami against Miami don't see if that comes out amazing like amazing as it always does but then it'd be interesting to see how that transpires into the rest of the game can they get themselves off to a hot, a hot start and then just carry on time will tell I suppose so I'm losing my voice here <laughs> do you know what I, I I ate before recording it's always a bad idea to eat before recording is it yeah I always get like you know as I get older I get like reflux and stuff I just you know what getting old I don't know how we went from the the Chiefs passing attack versus the Eagles passing defense to this conversation but it sucks like I'm not exactly yeah. old I'm 35 but I feel like I've aged about 40 years in the last five like no one tells you when you turn 30 that it just all goes to it's awful so you're looking at me like I've had this for 20 years I was gonna say mate, yeah, yeah welcome to the club <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. So what you're saying is now that you can only catch eighty percent of the passes in the no, NFL. Is I'm, still, I'm still, I'm still like okay, eighty percent because of my bad finger, right? All right, but, okay. But if I had all five of my digits on my right hand, then I'd still be a ninety percent. Right, no matter okay. the age. No, sorry, no matter no matter the age, mate. You don't lose hands. You don't lose hands. Do you want to give any? Do you want to give some context to the listener for this? I stand by this. This is a bold claim and I stand by it. This is Tom saying a few weeks back that um, he couldn't understand why wide receivers dropped the ball because he would catch pretty much everything that was thrown his way in the NFL. I mean, that's a, that's as bold as they, they can get, really. But, yeah. So, the um, statement was that I have better hands than 90% of NFL wide receivers. So yes. I, I still believe this. Right. I, I, still, I still believe it. You're not, you, you're not it, having it, are you? You're I'm not really having that. I'm not having that. I'm not having that at all. Somebody no. like me throwing you the ball, yeah, you could probably catch it. But if you've got somebody whizzing it at like 100, 200 mile an hour at you, I, I it's think easier. It's easier. <laughs> it sticks easier. It sticks in easier. It's easier. The, 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 the lofted passes, the ones that go up, the lofted, the dollies, they're the harder ones because you've got longer to think about. You've got to concentrate a little bit more. You fire it in there, bam, great hand positioning, job done. The they might take that dodgy finger off yours as well. Yeah, but yeah, obviously with the dodgy finger now, I can't, <laughs> that that decreases massively. But three or four years ago, before my my pinky on my right hand decided to start turning in on itself, <laughs> then yeah, I would have absolutely had better hands than most NFL. So players. we'll take two percent off of the pinky. So that's what eighty-eight percent. Yeah, it gets we'll in the way we'll, now. We'll, we'll do it, that. Yeah. It does get in the way now. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> we're side we're sidetracking again, mate. We're gonna get fired at this rate. Really. But- <laughs> really really and we, i actually had someone come up to me in germany so i'm a big fan which by the way was weird thank you but for someone to come up to me and say a big fan i've never had that in my life loved it but also a bit weird i um, remember you saying you really, you really listened to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and someone said to me i just love i i love your two chemistry i love that you just go off and talk about stuff that just comes into your head and we're like yeah but that's us <laughs> that's what we do <laughs> You talking in the mirror again, Tom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment, Mum. <laughs> well, so uh, to uh, to obviously round off this uh, this preview of the Eagles, um, this extensive, high quality <laughs> preview of the Eagles. <laughs> you all saw what happened in the Super Bowl. Just go and watch that. You sorted predictions, mate. What we're going with? I think the Chiefs are going to lose this game. Really. Yeah, I do. I don't don't care. I don't think it matters. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to play well, but I think they're going to lose. 
Um, I do like the Eagles. I like AJ Brown. I like Jalen Hurts. I do think Jalen Hurts is going to win the league MVP this year. Yeah. I think the Eagles will probably win like, I don't know, 28, 27, like real close game. Really? Be a classic. And you'll get someone say, oh, well, don't be surprised if we see these two teams again in February, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, the, I think the Eagles will get their revenge. Doesn't really mean anything because we won the ring. So, yeah, the Eagles will win 28-27. Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey will hug on the hug in the middle of the field. Everyone will be happy. Hunky-dory, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, as I said, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really affect the Chiefs season too much. I think... The Chiefs are going to air it out. They're coming off a bye week. They're going to scheme Rashi Rice a lot more. Um, going to get him involved a lot more. And I think this Eagles defense is not going to be able to handle him. And I'm going with a Chiefs 31, Eagles 21. Confident win for me. I'll take it. Every attack like the old days. The old Patrick Mahomes is back. We we win on we win on Monday. We're a shoe in for the number one seed. Yeah. Like, we look into the rest of the schedule. Yeah, but I um, don't really think it makes much of a difference. I, I, I might have said that two or three times already this podcast, but yeah. I don't think it makes a difference on the, on the Chiefs season overall. No. <laughs> you could have sounded less interested in what I just said if you tried that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. My throat's going again. My throat's going again. I'm going to have to get off. Okay, I'm going to have to right get then. off. Uh, right. Okay. That's all we've got time for this week. We'll be back again on Wednesday as usual. Uh, so obviously stick around, listen to more of the podcast content from the Arrowhead Pride podcast team. And uh, if you haven't done so already, please obviously leave us a review. We keep asking for these reviews. Um, it'd be great to read some out, I'm sure. Uh, we'd love to read them. Uh, you can also check out the daily news articles on our website, arrowheadpride.com. But all that's left to say here is from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon.